Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our listeners. This is President Patriot or Puppet. You know, we have a, a great uh, lineup. We always have some great subjects, and we speak openly and, and very frankly on this program and uh, have uh, a great listening audience, and we appreciate each and every one of you. And today we want to talk about illegal youth come to the U.S. because they are threatened. Over the past few years, thousands of children under the age of 18, have fled Central America, hitched rides on the tops of trains through Mexico and crossed into the United States on their own. On the way, they often suffer sexual assault or violence, which means that their motive for leaving their country has a much darker side. The U.S. government is ill-equipped to deal with this influx of child migrants from Central America into the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, where most of them arrive. Different federal agencies are responsible for taking the children in, finding housing for them, and processing their immigration cases. But as the number of children crossing into the country from Central America has exploded, rising fivefold from 2011, those agencies can't keep up. That has created all sorts of problems. The government is opening up a series of emergency shelters on Air Force bases to accommodate the surge. Meanwhile, federal agencies are supposed to find caregivers for the children who are apprehended at the border why they are not turned back is for you and I to find out. But they can't always even ensure that they're handing the children to a a caring relative, rather a potential human trafficker. Often the illegal alien kids tell stories of gangs and criminal elements coming into their communities and forcing them to join a gang or some kind of criminal activity. And if they say no, they and their family members are subject to threats and extreme violence. Over the past few years, the average age of these unaccompanied illegal children has dropped a larger proportions are girls. It is widely known that they will be victims of sexual abuse during the journey through Mexico or even afterwards. It points to the sheer deception as to why these kids are choosing to leave their home country. They are being forced to leave by gang members who are likely drug traffickers or even human traffickers who are taking advantage of the Obama open borders. Just this week, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee released a statement arguing that the Obama administration's overly lenient policies on immigration have led to a surge of minors arriving at the Mexican border. Most of the children coming across the border illegally do not know how the immigration laws treat unaccompanied children differently than adults. So this is a direct implication of the darker side of the answer at play. Traffickers know this, and and that is uh, reasoning behind their huge push as well as to family members 
if they do not give up their children to the traffickers for the violent trip of Mexico to where the children are told to simply turn themselves in to a Border Patrol agent once they are on American soil. Now, when unaccompanied illegal alien children enter the United States at the border crossing or enters through the desert uh, and is uh, apprehended by Border Patrol, and the Border Patrol interviews the child and conducts a screening. After that, the child is taken into custody of the Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, whose job it is to find a home for that child. But just releasing a child into the custody of a person who says they are a relative doesn't mean the child is out of harm's way. For instance, back in the 1990s, the now defunct Immigration and Naturalization Services found that many unauthorized Chinese immigrants were being unintentionally released into the care of relatives who turned out to be part of a smuggling network who would turn in turn, extort uh, the immigrant's parents for payment. Is that the same thing taking place today? Nora Skelly, who works with Lutheran uh, Immigration and Refugee Service, says that HHS Office of Refugee, Refugee Resettlement has rules to fingerprint and screen any relative before releasing a child. But she has heard of cases in which the HHS loosens those requirements so that kids can be released more quickly. The House Appropriations Committee gave $77 million to Immigration and Customs Enforcement to process the extra migrants, 10 times more than the agency wanted, but that's likely just the start. The Obama administration has asked for an additional $1.4 billion for a variety of agencies dealing with this issue. The Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health and Human Services, the State Department, uh, the Department of Defense, and FEMA, ultimately, any long-term solution has to address not only the pull factors that bring children here, but the push factors that drive them out of their own countries. Certainly both of these would be answered by having a government that would enforce the law and turn every illegal alien around and send them back across the border and to stop any funding of those countries that fail to enforce protection of its citizens and that do not de-incentivize the gangs and traffickers with punishment. A few days ago, Brian York, a conservative American columnist for the Washington, Washington Examiner and Fox News contributor as well as an author, had a smart post about the deeper significance of illegals crossing the border, which exposed the White House's latest lie about illegal immigration. Why are legals from Central America, many of them kids, now streaming across the southwest border at a rate of 35000 per month? Ask an Obama spin doctor like uh, Joe Ernest that question, and he'll tell you there's a simple explanation. Violence. They are fleeing into Mexico to get away from gang wars then continuing north to the United States. Ask the illegals themselves, though, and you get a different answer. Recent days have been filled with anecdotal reports from local news outlets in, in Central America to major American newspapers citing immigrants who say they uh, came because 
they believe U.S. law has been changed to allow them to stay. And now come words that Border Patrol agents in the most heavily trafficked areas of the surge, the Rio Grande Valley sector of Texas, recently questioned 230 illegal immigrants about why they came. The results showed overwhelmingly that the illegals, including those classified as UACs or unaccompanied children, were motivated by the belief that they would be allowed to stay in the United States and not by conditions in their homeland. From a report written by the agents, quoting from the interviews, the main reason the subjects chose this particular time to migrate into the United States was to take advantage of the new U.S. law that grants a free pass, a permit referred to as permissio, being issued by the U.S. government to female adults, OTMs, which is others traveling with minors, and to uh, unaccompanied children, or UACs. The permissios are those who have the notice to appear documents issued to them, undocumented aliens, when they are released on their own recognizance, pending a hearing before an immigration judge. The information is apparently common knowledge in Central America and is spread by word of mouth and in international and local media. A high percentage of the subjects interviewed stated that their family members in the U.S. urged them to travel immediately because the United States government is only issuing immigration permissios until the end of June 2014. The issue of the permissios was the main reason provided by 95% of the interviewed subjects. There is no new law yet which grants illegals the right to stay provided they make it across the border by June 30th, where that idea came from is unclear, but it's probably related to the Department of Human Services, the DHS. Two-year extension earlier this month or deferred action for childhood arrivals, the DACA. The executive amnesty for the DREAMers that Obama ordered in 2012 as an election gimmick aimed at Latino voters, if you applied for two years of deportation relief under DACA, at the time, you just got another two years reprieve courtesy of Barack Obama's DHS. That doesn't mean you get two years if you cross the border now, but go figure that some foreign media might misunderstand, given the administration's cheerleading for amnesty, here is a case in point. Almost all agree that a child who crosses the border illegally with their parents or in search of a father or a better life was not making an adult choice to break our laws and should be treated differently than adult violators of the law. Homeland Security Secretary uh, Jane Johnson is quoted in a story about a new two-year extension of the uh, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals policy published by the, uh, the uh, Dario El Mundo in El Salvador. Between the media pushing bad facts and opportunistic human traffickers in Central America trying to drum up business by amplifying the lie, no wonder you've got a surge of illegals trying to sneak in under the wire. In fact, some of them aren't even sneaking. The LA Times says some illegals are surrendering to the Border Patrol immediately once they've 
made it inside the U.S. in the expectation that they have amnesty now that they're here. Think Obama is going to enforce the law and send these immigrants, moms and kids, back to Central America after they risk it all to try to make it here? Here's the best part of York's post. Remember, any problem caused by a left-wing policy can only be solved by more aggressive left-wing policy. Go figure. As some Democrats on the committee had already suggested, Johnson told uh, uh, Carnan that if there, in fact, are misconceptions about U.S. law among illegal immigrants, the way to clarify the situation is to pass comprehensive immigration reform. Oh, go figure. If comprehensive immigration reform is passed, the the uncertainty that may be existing in people's minds about the law gets resolved, Johnson said. The only way to convince illegals that there's no mass amnesty in effect is to pass a mass amnesty, right? Not even Josh Ernest could float that argument with a straight face so Biden's headed to Central America this week to try to convince would-be illegals in Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras that technically they aren't allowed to stay even if they make it across into Texas. I'm skeptical that there will be uh, true uh, practice there. If Obama's worried enough about his base to consider an executive order relaxing deportation, he's surely worried enough to hold off on shipping eight-year-olds back to their home countries. He's also worried about red state Democrats being uh, punished in November if it seems like he's not trying to solve the problem, though which is why he's rolling out the vice president instead of some lesser diplomatic member of their communist party. Biden's audience is as much American voters as it is Central American migrants. My last quotation, anytime the administration sends Joe Biden to solve a problem, it's clear evidence that the administration doesn't see it as a problem worth solving. So let me bring in my co-host, Michael Talley. What do you think about all this, Mike? Uh, good morning, David. That's an excellent analysis. Uh, you have so many people that are trying to get us to take all these illegal illegal immigrants and the kids if there's only 25 percent of these illegals that are kids the rest are terrorists muslims uh m13 gang members uh, you know but they won't talk about those the media only pushes the fact that oh we've got to take care of the kids they're escaping violence no they're bringing violence here they're bringing disease here you've got the u.n saying oh the u.s ought to take all these people now i in my mind i don't care if they're a four-year-old child send him home he didn't make that decision himself he got the catholic church supporting a lot of these people coming in i don't donate to the catholic church anymore because of that and i'm catholic and they're saying well you know we've got to set up uh, places for them they're setting up hotels they're using air force bases this is a joke this is obama our little boy gay president getting out of hand and the best he can do is send uh, Biden out to talk to these countries, uh, and you know the message isn't please stop. The message is keep the flow coming, get them here quick before the public wises up. Uh, immigration reform, we don't need immigration reform. We have laws. Let's obey the existing laws. We don't amen. need reform. What's that, David? I said amen. Yes, we have laws. Enforce the damn laws. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all we got to do. You got the Pope coming out, and again, being Catholic, I get great respect for the Pope, but he's wrong. He's pushing us taking these illegal immigrants under the guise that they're all kids, and they aren't. 
he's pushing income income redistribution because he doesn't come from the states. That's not the way things should be done. We've got this, I forget the gentleman's name, but he's the second richest guy in the states coming out saying we should go to a three-day work week. doesn't clarify. It doesn't say that now if you go to a three-day work week, two things are going to happen. You get 60% of your pay because I'm sure the employers aren't going to want to pay people for working three days with five days of wages. And you got two more days to spend the less money that you have. Uh, it just goes on and on, just like the court coming out and saying that the you know, Obamacare free money is not legal. But yet Obama doesn't care. He's doing it anyway. This guy is doing everything he can to destroy the country, him and Holder alike. He got yeah. you know, Jen Psaki coming out saying foolish things. The Obama goes down to uh, Delaware after the Malaysian plane crash, and he, he didn't say it was a tragedy. He says it looks like it could be a tragedy. But what was wrong with this guy? Doesn't he? Oh, it's so frustrating. He has no clue what he's talking about. He st- speaks for 37 to 40 seconds, depending upon which version you hear, about the Malaysian plane crash. Then he goes into jokes, and he goes into cutting up Bush and the Republican Party again. This guy has got to go. Yeah. If anybody you know, feels differently, please call and tell us why. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, Megan Kelly brought up and and said it very eloquently about you were talking about the free money there, and of course, uh, uh, what laws that is uh, breaking, and uh, of course, in hopes that uh, the, uh, the the Supreme Court case uh, is going to make it all the way to the Super Supreme Court. Uh, listen to a, uh, her little uh, display here just a moment. Breaking tonight, new developments on a pair of rulings today on Obamacare that could ultimately lead to the law's dismantling. Welcome to the Kelly File, everyone. I'm Megan Kelly. The powerful D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals concluding this morning that the way the federal health care exchange, healthcare.gov, is set up violates the law. Specifically, it concluded the subsidies offered to make health care affordable were never approved by Congress. According to one Harvard public health scholar, the ruling, if upheld, will, quote, significantly cripple Obamacare. You know, it's not, it's not something really that uh, most of us are not aware of. I mean, when you're, every time someone, you know, pulls the curtain back and realizes that this Obama administration is abominizing the Constitution and the, his little pen and pencil uh, trick of, of executive orders and bypassing laws and making laws, etc. We've got a tragedy, and it's going to take the strong people to stand up and to get retribution and, and stop our country from cratering and going over the edge. We've got a terrible crisis, and it doesn't look like we have anything other than rhinos and left-wingers that are in control of this country. Now, I have to realize and help other people realize that a democracy is a destruction and a pathway destruction away from our republic, which always leads to oligarchy and then annihilation. Rome was a great place to start to look at what took place. You cannot destroy your republic. We have documents to protect us from government. You allow government to expand. You destroy freedoms and look I mean, we've got the perfect example. Mike, don't you think that our president, now, he's your president, he's not mine, uh, is a a person who believes he is the oligarchy. He is the the king, not a, a person who has time to wait on Congress, as he says, internationally. He is going to do it his way. And you are a person who is an obstructionist if you don't give him his way. Isn't that the dumbest thing 
even the low informed should be able to make that that uh, correlation between what are you talking about the republicans are the party of no because they do not give you 100% of what you want isn't that dumb mike well that's the only thing you can say he's upset holders upset people don't like them because they're black get a grip nobody cares if they're black white pink or purple exactly the things he's doing he ignores the courts he goes around in congress he does whatever he wants to do, and he is hiding behind the fact that any time somebody comes out and says something against him, oh, you don't like him because he's black. Are you kidding me? Get a grip. Grow up a little bit. Not the case. You got this um, guy named Naz. Apparently, he's a rapper, a black rapper, with his gold chains hat and sunglasses, and he comes out and saying that... Uh, <sighs> Geez, I looked at a document in 1859 saying that my ancestors were sold as a slave. I need money. I wonder, yeah. I ain't going to find and talk to this family. They, we, we made them wealthy, and now they owe me money. These yeah. kind of nuts are coming out of the woodwork. And it's only because the Obama is president, and they think they can do whatever they want. You got this 19-year-old black kid who tried to tase somebody, another version of the knockout game. The taser didn't work. The guy pulled out a gun and shot him twice. Now the kid is in jail for a year. And, oh, it's just a game. We're just playing. Yeah, sneaking up behind women and hitting them so hard, surprisingly, these cowards can't even go at them face to face. And it's emblematic of the way the Obama is, is working. Yeah. Everything is subterfuge. Everything is taking away attention from all this. There's a new scandal every week, almost every day in some cases. The IRS, now they're saying, well, we might be able to recover some of the IRS emails. First of all, they're all recoverable. I've got a little business. Everything I do, I've got mirror images of. Everything is recoverable. Certainly. And for them to hide behind that, and you know, the EPA is jumping on the same wagon. Well, we can't really give you emails because our hard drive crashed. Really? IRS goes back 10 years on me and says I have a, an invalid IRA contribution. Where do they find it? Well, like you had said before, David, I'm just going to have to say if they ever come after me. Well, you know, I kept that on my hard drive and it crashed. You must understand because you've done that before. Exactly. Exactly. You know, every, every, every program we get the opportunity to bring up the facts, and I never want to stop doing that. And one of the things that I intend to continually harp on is the fact that uh, we have a, an illegal in the White House who is a Muslim, and there is not any question in my mind whether he's... Uh, homosexual or not I know he is there's too much evidence out there I know that he is a Muslim he's got to be corrected when he's talking on on a live mic about his face his Muslim faith and then of course somebody has got to tell him no you mean Christian faith oh yeah that's right Christian yeah and Charles Krauthammer uh, had a great thing about that listen to this just a moment this, but apart from the military thing, which we cannot affect in any way, it's going to be on the, in, the, in the hands of the Iraqi army, it'll succeed or it won't. But what we can do, where is the president on this? This is a persecution of mm -hmm. Christians who predate the Muslims by 600 years in the Middle East. These people in Mosul were there before there was Islam. In the same way that the Jews of Baghdad, who were about a third of the population in the late 40s, were expelled, who were there a thousand years before that. This is the exclusivity of this kind of radicalism. Where's the president? He talked about how uh, disrespectful we were to Muslims in many of his speeches. Where is he standing up for, for the Christian uh, minorities in Egypt, in Lebanon, in Palestine, among other places in the West Bank, and now in, in Iraq, as a way to say we care about this and America stands about this, instead of a dumb statement coming out of the State Department. You know, it's incredible, but I love it when people uh, take on these same gruesome facts that you and I are constantly trying to put out there. I, I 
to to dress up something and call it what it is not is not doing the American people any justice. We have got a Muslim in chief, and we have got a person who hates this country, who is doing everything in his power to destroy it. We're going to be not only a third world country, which it was, it's got to be his plan to reduce us to simply being controlled by the United Nations, to simply understand that when the bottom falls, we're going to be worse than, than Africa. It's going to destroy everything. Now, it's, it's incredible, but we were a, a republic, and this democracy, which is called majority rules, means that you can get those elected people up there, and they can majoritize and say, okay, we want it this way, and expand government and continually to expand government until there are no more human rights. We have no more documents that keep government from destroying us and taking away our freedoms and rights when you have that majority rule. And at some point during the show, I would like to play that little 10-minute segment that talks about the oligarchy, the democracy, the republic, uh, the, the anarchist. It, you know, it's incredible. But we've got to take it on our own shoulders to teach and to bring people's awareness to the truth. We can't just allow Joe Biden to sit up there and just say, that's not true, that's not true. And that's exactly what we've got. We've got a bunch of people who do not ever want the truth to come out. You're talking about the IRS and the rest. Come on, every time there is the scandal that reveals itself, they come up with another one to try to cover up the last. And, And what's the comment? Well, what difference does it make? That's a long time ago. You know, it's it's pitiful, but we are involved in such a scam. We've got a scam artist in the White House. He's got scam artists all around him. He piles up his czars who are simply Muslims who they that is a cult. That is not a religion. I believe that Michael Talley has it right. It's a cult. It is not a religion. They hate and will destroy, kill everybody that's not a Muslim. Everybody else is an infidel. So why would we look at somebody uh, like uh, Netanyahu, who is over there trying to defend his people when they're shooting rockets over to Israel? And, and we have a news media that's cursing him and, you know, and talking down like he's really a scumbag of killing all those poor Palestinian Hamas uh, terrorists. I'm sick to death of, of the media who is turning against America or has already done. What do you think, Mike? Well, the media is so in his pocket. They're all from the 60s. They're all hippies that are coming back that hated the country, that went to Canada during the Vietnam War. Uh, you, you got the Obama and, uh, and Holder following the Lindsay's playbook, you know, watering down the population by all the illegal immigrants, drowning us in debt, not reinforcing the, the, the Dome of the, the Defense of Marriage Act, pushing gays, lezzies, and if you want to be gay or lesbian, I don't care, but I'm yeah. not paying you for it. Right. you got all these people coming on the same wall. I need my uh, contraception paid for. Well, you know, here's a nickel. Hold it between your knees. You won't need contraception. Exactly. You know, there's so many things they're trying to do. Following Alinsky's playbook, destroying the country, allowing the illegals to come in. We've been asked by Syria and the Ukraine for modern weaponry to prevent that airline from being shot down to protect against invasions they've offered to buy military planes to purchase them from us 
Obama won't react. He won't do anything. The boy's a coward, and he yeah. can't even address things. He comes out and tries to speak so positively, and his, you know, the morons, the lower information voters, and, you know, they're morons. And I'm tired of dancing around the fact. He says something, and they say, boy, he's right. What did he say? He didn't say anything. He criticized, he's still blaming Bush. Madeleine Albright comes out, and she's blaming Bush. I mean, first of all, I thought she had retired into an old age home. Senility has struck, just like it's striking Biden. Uh, these people are people that can't be listened to, and we've got to try to teach everybody else what is actually going on. The millennials aren't being taught anything in school. Yeah. That's they don't right. even know history. Most of them weren't around. They didn't. They never served in a war. They didn't go through a depression. They haven't seen how bad things can get, and they can't understand that the Muslim leadership we have now is taking us down that path. You're going to see exactly. recession. The stock market is up. It's going to crash so bad people won't know what's happening. We're going to have hyperinflation. Uh, you, they always point to the stock market as well. Look how good the stock market's doing. That doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do any normal oh, they're person. Printing money. They're printing money and making the stock market uh, 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 stay uh, with, without the, the uh, interruptions. But what's going to take place is what's being dis- uh, talked about worldwide. The dollar is going to lose its integrity and will not be the international currency, and so that the the, the printing press then stops. But you know, I, I really want to talk a little bit about Dennis Prager of Prager University, as he gives a real knowledgeable synopsis of the Middle East conflict, and, and we have to go back. And just like you were talking about, Mike, we've got to teach, and if we don't, we're in trouble. Complex conflict in the world, when in fact. It is probably the easiest conflict in the world to explain. It may be the hardest to solve, but it is the easiest to explain. In a nutshell, it's this. One side wants the other side dead. Israel wants to exist as a Jewish state and to live in peace. Israel also recognizes the right of Palestinians to have their own state and to live in peace. The problem, however, is that most Palestinians and many other Muslims and Arabs do not recognize the right of the Jewish state of Israel to exist. This has been true since 1947, when the United Nations voted to divide the land called Palestine into a Jewish state and an Arab state. The Jews accepted the United Nations partition, but no Arab or any other Muslim country accepted it. When British rule ended on May 15, 1948, the armies of all the neighboring Arab states, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Transjordan, and Egypt attacked the one-day-old state of Israel in order to destroy it. But to the world's surprise, the little Jewish state survived. Then it happened again. In 1967, the dictator of Egypt, Gamal Abdel Nasser, announced his plan, in his words, to destroy Israel. He placed Egyptian troops on Israel's border and armies of surrounding Arab countries were also mobilized to attack. However, Israel preemptively attacked Egypt and Syria. Israel did not attack Jordan and begged Jordan's king not to join the war. But he did. And only because of that did Israel take control of Jordanian land, specifically the West Bank of the Jordan River. Shortly after the war, the Arab states went to Khartoum, Sudan, and announced their famous three no's. No recognition, no peace, and no negotiations. What was Israel supposed to do? Well, one thing Israel did a little more than a decade later in 1978 was to give the entire Sinai Peninsula an area of land bigger than Israel itself and with oil back to Egypt because Egypt, under new leadership, signed a peace agreement with Israel. So Israel gave land for the promise of peace with Egypt, and it has always been willing to do the same thing with the Palestinians. All the Palestinians have ever had to do is recognize Israel as a Jewish state 
and promised to live in peace with it. But when Israel has proposed trading land for peace, as it did in 2000, when it agreed to give the Palestinians a sovereign state in more than 95% of the West Bank and all of Gaza, the Palestinian leadership rejected the offer and instead responded by sending waves of suicide terrorists into Israel. Meanwhile, Palestinian radio, television, and school curricula remain filled with glorification of terrorists, demonization of Jews, and the daily repeated message that Israel should cease to exist. So it's not hard to explain the Middle East dispute. One side wants the other dead. The motto of Hamas, the Palestinian rulers of Gaza, is, we love death as much as the Jews love life. There are 22 Arab states in the world, stretching from the Atlantic Ocean to the Indian Ocean. There is one Jewish state in the world, and it is about the size of New Jersey. In fact, tiny El Salvador is larger than Israel. Finally, think about these two questions. If tomorrow Israel laid down its arms and announced, we will fight no more, what would happen? And if the Arab countries around Israel laid down their arms and announced, we will fight no more, what would happen? In the first case, there would be an immediate destruction of the state of Israel and mass murder of its Jewish population. In the second case, there would be peace the next day. As I said at the outset, it is a simple problem to describe. One side wants the other dead. And if it didn't, there would be peace. Please remember this. There has never been a state in the geographic area known as Palestine that was not Jewish. Israel is the third Jewish state to exist in that area. There was never an Arab state, never a Palestinian state, never a Muslim or any other state. That's the issue. Why can't the one Jewish state the size of El Salvador be allowed to exist? It's extremely important that you and I get messages out just like this, Mike. I can't imagine more eloquently describing what's taking place and why we are not going to trust but verify, like Reagan used to say, uh, even giving the, the, uh, uh, the hope that they're going to change. They're not. That is a cult. End of story. You notice I didn't say period. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. That we, we are dealing with a cult. We're dealing with a bunch of maniacs. Israel gives, just like Dennis Prager had said, gives the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians. The next day, they just move in there and they're shelling Israel. You got yeah. our little Obama coming down saying, well, you know, Israel's killing women and children. But he doesn't say they're killing women and children because Hamas is using them for shields. They shoot out of hospitals. They shoot out of mosques. They shoot out of family areas. Just the like Dennis Prager said, they, they worship death as much as we worship life. And that's the truth. They, they will sh strap a bomb on. Notice, you know, Mike, see if you've noticed this. Uh, the old guys tell the young guys who are more impressionable to strap the bomb on. I haven't seen any old guys strapping the bomb on. Have you? No, just women and children. You know, they'll send their kids over there. Hey, put this bomb on and go talk to that donkey person, and it'll right. blow up. Yeah, but you're right. The people that are preaching this, just like Obama and Michelle and the little kitties, they're living high on the hog. Even after they say, well, everybody's got to feel a little bit of pain. Really, you spend $44 million of our money on 16 countless vacations, how much pain are you feeling? Right. Now you got Michelle going out there, and she wants to put smart carts in all the supermarkets that will, I guess, tell on you if you don't put in government-approved food. None of the business of the government, what I happen to eat. And going back to Israel, uh, the Palestinians 
which is evident now because Israel is destroying all their tunnels. But they have 13 Palestinians come out of a tunnel about two miles from uh, Israel with all kinds of weapons. The only thing they didn't realize, Israel was waiting for them. Yeah. These pansies ran back into the tunnels, dropped their weapons. Uh, I thought they wanted to be martyrs. How come they're running away? As soon as they found out, as soon as they were confronted face-to-face, they couldn't hack it. Exactly. Pretty weak cult. Certainly they're not, not drinking the Kool-Aid, apparently. Right. Yeah, there's, and I guess quite possibly, if we could just get ourselves uh, accustomed to uh, the type of government that should be a government of the people and by the people and for the people, that would be our republic. How many times are we going to have to stand up and parlay the fact that Americans are being deceived? They are being told a democracy is the same thing as a republic. And that's basically where the lie started many, many decades ago. They, in order to build an oligarchy, a, a supreme leader, you've got to move away from a republic toward the democracy, which initiates total control. Look how quickly and how far advanced Obama got by expanding government. Every time he turns around, he makes another group for this, another regulator for this. He, he ran on the prospect of, listen, I'm going to get rid of the coal industry. All I have to do is regulate them till they go out of business. That was his, his trumpet speech, and people of America hooray that. Now we've got uh, uh, an energy crisis. We've got job crisis. When we could get the hell out of, of the way of big business and get the hell out of the way of entrepreneurs and not let big business capitalize and, and cause a monopoly, which is why the huge business is Democrat, because they need regulatory agencies to keep out competition. That's why insurance companies can't cross state lines. All that's all of those types of things. We've got to stop that. We've got to get back, throw the regulators in the in the trash, and not real. Everybody thinks that when government creates a job, that's creating a job. It's not. It's creating a tax burden, and that's all we are creating. One regulation, uh, regulating group after the other. They cross-regulate. There's over 2,000 doing some of the same things. It's incredible, and we've got to have somebody with a brain who loves America to get back in control. And just like Trey Gowdy and the rest of them who say, listen, term limits are the only thing that's going to save us from future damage even if we get back in control. We don't want the lifers up there anymore. I'm, when they discovered how to put a candidate in place to run against a Democrat, when the Democrats discovered how to do that, then we, they started conjuring up these people like John McCain, who went out and picked Sarah Palin as a running mate, to trumpet the fact that the Republican Party had already lost. And now we see for a fact he's nothing more than a Democrat. He's, he's a, a rhino. Yeah, McCain is worthless. I mean, the, the, the news media puts him on because he talks like a Democrat. Exactly. Yeah, they, they won't promote it, uh, Trey Gowdy. You never hear Trey Gowdy. CNN, MSNBC, the uh, Alphabet Network stations. Mm-hmm. And... and All the Democrats are coming out protecting what they call children, undocumented children. They're illegal immigrants. They should all be turned back at the border. I don't care how old they are. you got Feinstein coming out, a Democratic senator. There's a surprise. He's saying that turning back these children, which a small percentage may be children, is like uh, when the Nazis had the Holocaust, which they always denied the Holocaust existed. 
except where they can use it as a talking point. It's like if all the Holocaust people were coming, all the Jews were coming to the States and we sent them back. Well, geez, I didn't think the Democrats thought the Holocaust existed. But now since they want all these illegal immigrants to come in and they find a nice one-for-one comparison, eh, now maybe the Holocaust existed. Yeah, I don't think so. It's existed whether they like it or not. But you look at the school books that these kids are looking at now. They even have their, their teachers having them write papers why they don't believe the Holocaust existed. You know, you go to school to learn. If I'm in eighth grade, I don't need my teacher to be asking me to prove a point of history. It's up for him to tell me the actual historical fact that happened. Not for me to prove it to him, yeah. but that's Common what he's Common core is the creator. Common oh, core yeah. is the creator. Yeah. There's nothing well, like... If you say anything bad about Obama in school, you'll get reprimanded. But during the uh, election... If you said something bad about Romney, that was okay. I mean, I got a lot of T-shirts with things things liberals hate, and I always wear them to the voting booth. You know, about the U.S. government saying, you didn't build that. Well, yeah, I did. David built his company. I built mine. That's the way things happen. Absolutely. Government is there to protect the country, get the hell out of our way for my business, for my personal life, for my religion. Exactly. Freedom and peace are broken on the sacrifice and sacrificial altar of blood. That's how it has been. That's how it's always going to be. We are going to have to stand up. We have to fire the, the, the weak bastards up there and the people who hate this country. We've got to fire them, and we've got to get people in place that's, and, and stop them, stop the destruction. Not, nothing... But power is respected in this world. And look, we live in, and, and Putin is, is, is proof beyond uh, defending otherwise, he sees America as becoming weak. Now, we are falling into that weak category because we have a person who has uh, destroyed, he's reducing the military, took out fired everybody that didn't have his same beliefs. Uh, they're being reported every day. The, peop- the generals are coming out saying, you know, if you're not for uh, Muslims and, and if you don't believe in shooting Americans, uh, you know, your ass is out of there. You know, it, it, religious icons, okay? Now, I believe a person's religion is within their own self, not in a building. I believe religion is inside. The, the temple is you. But these religious icons are coming out saying, don't do anything, intervention is not required, be tranquil and be, remain weak, when in fact only the strong are going to survive. Now we, we slowly de- degrade and, and walk into oblivion. It's we're we're slowly experiencing the what I call the gangrene of a nation. Rather than than treat it very fast, you know, by firing all those responsible for its destruction, we sit back, choose to believe everything that will be all right somehow, and uh, some in the media even pro- profess that we must what we we should do anything, you know, and the. We curse people who take action for themselves, just like we were talking about with Israel. You know, the, the news media is cursing Israel for taking action against Hamas, controlled Palestine, just to, to save their own lives and country. You know, our weaknesses become so inherent that we allow the politicians to break laws, commit treasonous accidents, and we are so busy making political and sentimental noise that, uh, you know, attention is, isn't placed on it for very long. And so that short attention span just goes by the wayside. So we, we forget all of the past uh, transgressions and treasonous acts and laws that are being broken. 
and we're going to we're slowly sinking into the Rwandan situation. We're not only going to be third world. We're going to be less than that. It's, we're going to be a, a Muslim-controlled country. It's incredible. Putin already sees our weakness. You know, we see we seem to be a country that remains in denial. I, I really can't understand why we put up with the lawlessness in our political paths and people that are supposed to be representing us. It, we've, we've lost our way. You know, there's just no question in my mind that we've lost our way. And if we don't get up and do something about it, we're going to deserve what the hell we get. Huh, Mike? Yeah, the people got to stand up and take a stand. I mean, they've got to see what's happening before it is too late. Obama has said, the Obama, uh, he wants to bring the United States down to where the other countries in the world are. And by allowing all these illegal immigrants to migrate across the border, they're not being prosecuted or sent back. The Border Patrol was told, well, bring them to a place where we can uh, give them a piece of paper saying they have a trial date, and they're not going to show up for their trial date to be deported. Um, They've got to actively find relatives in the area and then send them there. We're paying airplane fare, bus fare for all the illegals, and they can spread their germs and diseases anywhere they want to go. And I don't care if the kid's four years old or 40. If he's illegal, doesn't belong here. Send him back. And the little kid, like I said before, makes this decision, oh, I'm going to go to the United States. Yeah, you might make a decision, I'm hungry, I want pablum, but you ain't making a decision to go to the States. And with the Obama up there now, the Clintons and the Obamas obviously hate each other, everybody, even the idiots in the crowd know that. And the Clintons made a deal. They'll support Obama for presidency as long as he supports Hillary when she thinks it's her turn to be president. Right. Well, what's happening is Obama is supporting Elizabeth Warren, the one that complained, oh, I can't dislike Indians. I've got Cherokee in me. Yeah, right, uh, right lady. Sure. But he's going to he's dissing Hillary supporting Elizabeth Warren. And his thought is, Hillary Clinton won't do what I want to do to the United States. Elizabeth Warren will. She hates the country, too. She'll follow my concept. She won't change what I put in place. And that's going to be more and more contentious as time goes on. He's trying to do this backhanded, but Valerie Jarrett, a resident Iranian-born Muslim in the White House who pulls the Obama strings, has been meeting with Elizabeth Warren. They're already establishing how they're going to promote her for president. And Bill, he's sidetracked with his blonde bimbo he's got coming in when uh, when Hillary's gone. And apparently uh, the military and the guards around Hillary call Billy when she's coming back so we can have his blonde bimbo leave uh, because she treats them so poorly. You know, Billy Clinton would just wants to get back in the White House to see what kind of new interns we've got. He doesn't care about the country, never did. He's going to be upset. Hillary's going to be upset because the Obamas are supporting somebody else and not her. She figures she's owed this. She was made Secretary of State as a, uh, as a secondary prize for supporting the Obama and letting him win and Billy Clinton going out and speaking about him and trying to draw his his voters into the Obama's wheelhouse. Now it's supposed to be turnabout, but it's not going to be. Where do you see how the Dems react and the Obama's react to this? Ain't going to be pretty, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> you know, did you get did you catch the off-camera response Michelle Obama gave to uh, her thoughts about? Uh, uh, whether she was going to run for president or not. She said uh, because she didn't believe that uh, any one family should be in control of the White House. So she kind of openly uh, gave issue to the fact that she hates Hillary. You know? Well, they hate each other. I mean, that's obvious. 
Yeah, it's just it's just so awesome that uh, finally you know some truth prevails. Listen, Mike, thank you very much for being here. We're we had another awesome show, and I'll see you again next Thursday. And safe health. Dear President Obama. We, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is free. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.